You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome, scoundrels, to Haunted City. Hello, my name is Jared Logan. I am the Game Master, and I am here with three spectacularly talented players, and we are about to dive into the uh, evil hat uh, tabletop role-playing game, Blades in the Dark. It is my favorite tabletop role-playing game. It is, uh, in my estimation, the greatest tabletop role-playing game written in the last, oh, 20 years. I know that sounds like a lot of hyperbole, but I believe it, goddammit. I am so happy to have you all here for this underworld exploration in a haunted steampunk city. Uh, and, uh, we're, we're just about to get rolling, uh, with character creation and crew creation today, but first I wanted to introduce my amazing cast for this. First, uh, you've seen him on a lot of glass cannon shows, uh, because, uh, if he's available, you gotta have him. Uh, please welcome, uh, the erudite scholar of the occult, Mr. Ross Bryant. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jared. Um, I've. That that is how I wish to be introduced at all times, at any occasion. <laughs> right, even at your own wedding. Right. Uh, yes, <laughs> I want the uh, I want the uh, druidic priest of the Green Man to introduce me as as the as an esoteric scholar. I know that you you did do a traditional Wiccan wedding when you uh, when you got married. So uh, that's right. There was a garland of mistletoe around me and the missus, and uh, who or what was in that wicker man we burned? I'll never tell. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, possibly the ring bearer. Who knows? Uh, who knows? So uh, Ross, uh, this is a. Uh, this is a game about being a scoundrel. This is a game about being a criminal and, uh, 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 you know, pulling off criminal jobs. Uh, what's like the worst, most criminal thing you've ever done? <laughs> um, th- gr- thanks. Great question, Jared. Um, wow. I, uh, I don't know if I can, I can disclose the worst, but I can disclose the first, which was um, when I was a, a young boy. I shoplifted a score bar from a local Virginia Win Dixie. <laughs> and uh, my my mother caught me toffee-handed and sent me back to the store to confess to the manager, which I which I did sobbing. Wow, and, um, Ross, that sounds like it's right out of a Saturday evening post Norman Rockwell <laughs> painting. Yeah, I had a slingshot in my back pocket at the time. You were holding a frog. Yeah. Uh, I was on my way to the old swimming hole. <laughs> Well, let's find out what these other guys have done wrong in their lives. That's what I'm really interested in today. Um, he is an incredible actor and role player that you've heard in a dozen video games that you enjoy. He's a gaming nut. Uh, he's also on the new season of Raised by Wolves on HBO, which has premiered. And you, if you haven't seen the show, you got to watch it. I mean, if you're like uh, a dork who's into sci-fi, why are you not watching that? Please watch it right away. Uh, please welcome Abu Salim, everybody. <laughs> Hey, mate, I'm really terrified of this question. I know. I know. Well, that's okay. I mean, maybe you haven't done anything wrong. Maybe you're a little angel. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, have you ever committed a crime? Come on. Have you ever been to jail? Have you ever been no, arrested? I've never, been, I've, I've never been to jail. I think 
If you get caught, you're not doing it right. No, that's terrible. <laughs> no, that's a good. That's a good way to think of playing Blades in the Dark for sure. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the plan, right? Um, no, I don't know. I think I was actually. I think I've my. I've like. This is the thing. I actually consider this even really bad. Actually, when you cheat on a game, I, I think I've cheated on multiple games. Um, and yeah, I think that's uh, that's something that you know I used to do a lot as a kid. You know, when you have those. Um, I think it was on the Game Boy. You know those like. Things that you'd attach to the to the cartridge, you'd Game like put genie. it in, yeah, and like mm-hmm. the amount of like cheat codes and stuff that you get on that, like that was. Abu feels guilty about using Game Genie. Everybody, <laughs> hey, you know what, man? Like, it's a serious thing, bro. Like, you know, yeah. you want to be real for it. You know, you don't want to be cheating on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to beat Ninja Gaiden for real, even though it's possibly Impossible, not literally. Yeah, not possible. Yeah, to not me. possible. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, so, so uh, not not as a hardened a criminal as Ross Bryant with his score bar, but uh, <laughs> you are welcome nonetheless. I Let's don't know, ask- man. I think some people would take. Some people would come for me if I told them that you know the only reason I beat them was because I had like a level nine hundred and ninety nine Masingo. Yeah. Like, are you? Yeah. Are you even a gamer at this point? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, why are you playing? Uh, yeah, that would piss that would piss me off if I, if I <laughs> found out you were using Game Genie on me. Um, that voice you just heard uh, belongs to an incredible uh, actress, uh, role player, uh, someone I want on every game I play. Uh, she uh, is here to tell us what she's done wrong in her life. Uh, Josephine McAdam, everybody. Joe, what what crimes have you committed? Have you ever been to jail? Have you ever been to prison? No, I have not. I agree with Abu on the getting caught part. Um, <laughs> uh, I couldn't possibly share what you I'm thinking tell? about. Your um, thing is so bad you can't <laughs> even tell us? No, yes. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, perhaps, you know, off air someday. Someday. But... And now you'll wonder what it is, and yeah. you'll come to your own conclusions. And I almost like my, that better. Um, in my mind, it is mm-hmm. now human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've decided. Yeah. Who could say? I have been escorted by security, but that was for silly reasons at the airport, coming back into the States. Green card was in, you know, like paperwork stage. Right. Had all the paperwork, but of course I had to be questioned for like an hour. And you were Just carrying a gun, right? You were carrying no. a, <laughs> you were carrying a forty-five Magnum. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's the story. Yes, yeah. All right. Well, as, always uh, packing. As, as our uh, listeners and viewers can see, we uh, have a uh, a full house of hardened uh, <laughs> underworld types uh, playing this game today, and this game is a, a game about committing crimes, uh, getting away with it, uh, not getting caught. And I mentioned prison because you can even go to prison in this game, and then the That's game crazy. continues while you are in prison. Uh, but, uh, I should say a little bit about the setting very briefly. Um, I know Ross Bryan and Josephine have played a little bit of, of this with me. Uh, I know that Abu is completely new to this, but I had to have Abu cause he makes every game more chaotic slash interesting. <laughs> um, so, uh, basically you are in, uh, well, you know what, what I'll do it the best is my intro, my overwritten intro that I always give to blades in the dark. And so let's begin the game now. Our characterization with my intro. A thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. 
Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories, protected by lightning towers fueled by marvelous electroplasm. Outside the walls is a wasteland full of vengeful spirits. Inside the walls is a wretched hive of scum and villainy, intrigue and corruption. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Duskfall are the blades in the dark. See how I put the title into the end of my intro? Wow. Thank you. Really, Slow clap really from good. Ross Bryant. So that sort of introduces the setting. Uh, you are in a sort of a haunted Victorian steampunk city. Actually, the game says it so well. This is really important. I, um, it's a You're in a haunted Victorian era city trapped inside a wall of lightning powered by demon blood. Wow, that's a line. That's a tagline. That's like a proper log line. That's yeah. right. a bar. That is a bar. Uh, green light. I'm seeing that movie. Uh, so uh, I guess I'd ask any questions. Just kidding. We'll, you'll, you'll get it as we go along. Okay. So um, let is let us begin with character creation. So each of you is going to create a scoundrel. Uh, and in order to create a scoundrel, uh, and you can look over at roll 20 where I'm about. Let, let's start with Josephine. Josephine, we're going to uh, create your character first. Okay. So in order to create uh, a scoundrel, you have to choose a playbook in Blades in the Dark. And the playbooks are kind of like your character's specialty. Now, I want everybody to keep in mind, they're not quite like classes uh, in some of the other role-playing games you play. Like, uh, just because you pick a fighty type of playbook doesn't mean your character can't fight. Your character can be a scientist that fights. Your character can be a fighter that knows some brainy stuff. Um, there's a little bit more uh, versatility than there are in some traditional gaming roles in other games. So um, if you look over at Roll20, yeah, you can see I have these little tokens laid out that show you the various playbooks. Uh, there's a cutter who is uh, a master of hand-to-hand combat and intimidation. Uh, there's a hound who is a master of tracking and long-distance combat, picks his battles, maybe a sniper type, uh, uh, a, a hunter uh, type. There's the leech, who is an alchemist, uh, sometimes a mad bomber, uh, someone who is a, a tech expert who works with uh, the weird steampunky Victorian age tech that you see in this setting. There is the lurk, the lurk uh, is uh, uh, someone who likes to sneak around, hides in the shadows. Uh, you never see them until the knife goes in your back. That's a lurk. The slide is a subtle manipulator and spy. So if you like to play someone who uh, deceives uh, and controls people with honeyed words, then you would play the <laughs> slide. The spider is a mastermind, uh, basically the evil genius who has plots within plots uh, and always has uh, thought of everything in advance and prepared her crew or his crew uh, for every eventuality. That is the spider. And finally, the final playbook you can choose is the whisper. Uh, because uh, this entire world is haunted, uh, like I said, a thousand years ago, the gates to the land of the dead were ripped open, and now ghosts are, are, are a fact of life in the city of Duskfall and in the Shattered Isles. So um, uh, the Whisper is someone who can talk to ghosts, 
who can use arcane forces uh, with skill uh, and control the dark uh, and mysterious uh, forces of the undead. Um, and so, uh, Joe, we talked a little bit before we started yeah. playing today. What character type do you think you're going to go with? I am going to go with Leech. Leech. Very good. Let's yes. bring up Josephine's character. From what I understand as well, um, in this game, you can also change playbooks in the future, right? Like, you can always, as your character changes, perhaps change your specialties. Um, it's it, it's actually um, tough to change the playbook of your specific character, but um, uh, I, really? I should mention that um, we're going to create a gang today, and all kinds of different characters are going to move in and out of this gang. So, uh, you know, you could play a different character who fills a different role at some point. I mean, come on, I'm the game master. I can make anything possible. So if you really wanted oh, to change I your read playbook. It. I read it, Jared. I read yeah. it in the book. And it said that you can switch playbooks. <laughs> uh, boy, we're not even 10 minutes in and already the players are doing this to me. <laughs> um, actually, Jared, uh, on page 93. Uh, actually, um, I don't know what page it's on, but. I eventually, I don't know, perhaps. No, no problem. It's yes, okay. Ab- absolutely you can. Absolutely you can change your playbook later. Um, let's take a look at the leech. Okay, so the leech, yeah. uh, if you look at the character sheet here, and you look over to the right where there are the various action ratings. They don't call them skills in this game. They call them actions. Yes. Um, and one thing to mention now is that you can use any action for any task as long as it barely makes sense. Uh, <laughs> if that, it, 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 so, so for example, um, there is some overlap, right, uh, to some of these skills. Uh, and uh, really being creative in which action you choose, choosing actions that you're good at, you know, over ones that you maybe don't have any dots in, is really a good way to take advantage of this game. So even if I'm saying, like, uh, this guy's about to stab you, this other criminal that you've been fighting with, Maybe instead of using skirmish, which is traditionally the fighting skill to take him on, you use uh, finesse to disarm him, or you use prowl to get out of his way and like sweep his leg, or mm-hmm. you uh, or you use some other thing like command to intimidate him, but and then uh, take the weapon away from him. Um, you can use any action for any task in the game. Very important to remember. But you'll see that the leech starts with a couple of dots. Uh, in yes. Tinker, which is basically uh, messing with mechanical stuff, messing with alchemy. And Tinker even has to do with um, anatomy and physiology and healing people. So it's any kind of Ooh, technical yeah. uh, type uh, endeavor is covered by Tinker. And the uh, leech also gains one dot starting out in Wreck, which is just destroying shit. So the leech is just a starts out a little better than other folks at destroying shit. But before we add more dots to that, I just wanted people to know what the leech's specialty is at the outset. Before we add more dots to that, we need to choose a yes. heritage. Ah, yes. So you see um, down here under the name, look, and all that, there are these heritages. Akaros, the Dagger Isles, Eruvia, Severos, Scovlin, and Tykaros. Um, and these are the various nations of the Shattered Isles. Uh, that your character can hail from. So, um, I, 
I wonder if I should give a primer on all of them, or if do you have one picked out and we can just talk about that one? I do have one picked out. Um, yeah, Akoros. Uh, yes, uh, uh, you say Akoros, Ak- I say Akaros. Let's Ak- call the whole okay. thing off. Um, okay, so we will um, go ahead and we will um, pick uh, uh, Akaros as your uh, as your. Uh, oh, it's not letting me circle it, but uh, we, we got it. You, Let me see. Uh, and then see oh, if yeah. you can do it. Can no, you? it doesn't let you circle it, but we'll know that it's Akoro, which is yes. how she'll say it. Akoro. Yeah, and why don't Completely we also? Different. Why don't we also say something about that? So, like, yes. just a detail, like, uh, what was her upbringing like in Akaros, or what, 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 what does her Akaros heritage mean to her? What, what is, what's the detail about that? I was going to put a family line of leading academics. Great. Uh, put that. That's a great. That's a great thing to put. Um, here, let's see if I can do it. Family line of academics, uh, and that kind of lets me know what you're going to do for your background. So after we've picked, oh yes. So yeah. so <laughs> I, I do want to talk about Akaros really quickly. So Akaros is the main island where a lot of the game takes place. It's sort of the most industrialized nation of the Shattered Isles. It's the one with the most technology, the most, uh, what I would say, uh, British Empire-type government. Uh, and it is actually uh, all, the entire game will take place in one city, the city of Duskfall. And Duskfall is in Akaros. So, by choosing this, uh, Joe has decided her character is sort of a native uh, to the city where you'll you, you'll be playing, uh, and uh, we can also see uh, that her family has been in Akaros a long time. Uh, they have uh, they have deep roots there in Duskfall and in in, in the Isle of Akaros, and so now we can move on to background. And uh, background is sort of what did you do before you became a criminal? Uh, and I think right. you've already answered that for us. Yes, academic, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, what's you our want a detail? line as well? A little detail. Yeah, um, I want a little detail. Could I put um, Sparkrite as the detail? Yes. So okay. former Sparkrite. Yeah. So um, Joe and I have talked a little bit. Uh, so Joe already knows a little bit about the world, but basically. Um, in the uh, the world of Duskfall, there is a guild called the Sparkrites Guild. And the Sparkrites, uh, let me see if I can bring up there. Here they are. The engineers who maintain the lightning barriers. The lightning barriers around the city are the, are the barriers that keep out the undead. Um, so uh, the, uh, they are the engineers that maintain the lightning barriers. They are also pioneers of new technology, often indulging in dangerous research. So, uh, uh, Spark Wright with uh, I G H T, everybody, write like in an old timey kind of guild sense. Uh, we're going to write <laughs> former Spark Wright here. Uh, and that gives us already one of the factions in Duskfall that we're going to kind of get embroiled with as we play. I feel like they're going to come back into your life, possibly. Oh, uh, gosh. Don't you think that that's possible? Let them try. Let them try. <laughs> so um, I already have a good idea of how this, who this character is. Now <laughs> you're allowed to assign four action dots. Um, okay. And the first dot has to be somehow connected to uh, the fact that you're from Akaros, a family line okay. of academics. The second dot has to be connected to your background. And then mm-hmm. the final two dots you can put anywhere you like. 
And let me okay. know if you need me to explain these actions at all. I will go ahead and say them for the benefit of our podcasting audience. Yeah. The actions are hunt, which is like basically searching for someone or maybe getting your your sights targeted on them with a gun. Um, study, which deals with uh, knowledge, procuring knowledge, looking up things in old books possibly. But you could also study a person to learn their habits. Survey, which is observation, keeping a lookout, noticing details, being alerted to uh, ambushes. Tinker, as I mentioned, something the leech gets automatically, dealing with technology. Finesse, which is a fine, dexterous manipulation, perhaps picking a lock, or as I mentioned earlier, disarming someone, um, uh, being mm. sort of uh, skilled with your hands and or feet. I don't know, maybe you're good with your toes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> prowl, which is moving. It's uh, being good at moving, climbing, sneaking, uh, hanging from a windowsill. Uh, uh, that is what Prowl is about. Skirmish, uh, getting in a dust up with somebody hand to hand or knife to knife or, God forbid, battle axe to battle axe. Uh, that is what skirmishing covers. Um, wreck, as I mentioned, is destroying stuff. I mean, it could mean destroying stuff with a with a club, or it could mean destroying stuff with a bomb that you've spent days uh, uh, manufacturing in your lab. But wreck, yes, uh, and uh, the leech gets one dot and wreck automatically. Uh, and then finally, attune. Uh, this is the last uh, group of them. Attune is your ability to attune to the ghost field to control ghosts and supernatural forces. Command is your ability to intimidate or lead people. Consort is your ability to make friends and be charismatic and seduce people, uh, eh, party with people. And sway is your persuasiveness, your ability to get people to turn over to your way of thinking uh, using sway. So those are all of the different actions you can use. And like I said, even in a fight, you might use sway if you could mm. figure out a way to argue your way into letting me let you do it. Um, so <laughs> where are we going to put our background uh, I'm sorry our heritage, heritage action dot yeah uh, I think study makes sense for the family line just upbringing I think was always very studious so I think that a dot there would make the very most sense. good do you want to go ahead and put that dot oh in? yes I would yes. love to great and then um, uh, what about your background action dot I was thinking survey because I assume as a spark, right, you know, there's a lot of uh, paying attention to changing elements and just sort of uh, literally surveying everything and keeping an eye out. So I'm going to put one in survey. Mm, now, now it's a good time to um, point out the attributes that are part of this, this whole uh, system. You see uh, above the action uh, listings, there's insight. And then above another group, prowess, and above another group, resolve. Um, you use those, um, th th that kind of left column of dots that, that uh, shows you those, to resist damage, to, um, to take a hit, to uh, do mo mostly to resist the consequences of an action. Like I might tell you, you get stabbed, bro, and then you can <laughs> use one of your, uh, one of your attributes, which are just that left column on the other side of the line. Uh, to resist, so um, uh, and that all I'm saying, all the only reason I'm bringing that up is because if you put nothing, say, into any of right. your resolve actions, you will have one attribute that is pretty weak, and that is the mm -hmm. one you need to roll to resist consequences. So, just letting you know that. Um, 
Uh, all right. Uh, so those are your two. We have study and survey for your two uh, uh, heritage and background dots. Now, what about the two that can go anywhere? I, I'm thinking I'm going to put both of them into sway. And Interesting. I think she leans on her intelligence to either charm or outwit people or, or use that as her argument's sake or to convince people. She's um, good at debate. Yes. <laughs> yes. And or blackmail. We'll see. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, throw two dots into sway. So again, you see how these aren't quite like um, classes in other games because uh, you've made a pretty socially, uh, a pretty socially strong uh, tech character. Uh, mm. You know, the leech is essentially a little bit like a wizard or, um, uh, you know, uh, what do you control character with all of their devices and stuff. But you've made yours pretty socially savvy. Um, yeah, I see her as like a you know a scientist, and perhaps she was, you know, in charge of some people that are more like pyros or something. You know, but she herself saw thinks that she was above that in some way. She was a team lead, project yeah, uh, yeah. project manager. Uh, very good. Okay, so now we need to choose a special ability. So if you'll follow me on the sheet, we're going to just scroll yes. down to where all the special abilities are listed. Now, oh boy, I mean, this is a whole, this is a whole deep wormhole we can drop into. Um, the game specifically tells you in the book that if you're not sure, just pick the first one. Uh, but right now, I would just ask you, which of these kind of sounds interesting to you? And we can kind of read the description without reading all of them. Yeah, I'm between three. And okay. hopefully you will help me decide. So uh, one is the analyst, just because it feels like it makes sense with her. Um... So this is an incredible ability. So... Um, in this game, there are downtime phases where you're not on a mission and where you are kind of um, doing uh, your your character's personal business uh, when they're not in the middle of a heist or something. And you can do these things called long-term projects and uh, basically building devices, um, making someone become your friend or your contact, like, uh, you know, finding blackmail <laughs> evidence. These are all examples of long-term projects. And if you take this analyst ability, it says during downtime, you get two ticks to distribute among any long-term project clocks that involve investigation or learning a new formula or design plan. So your long-term projects would come to fruition quickly um that would be incredible what other ones do you like yeah uh, i like that you said making someone your friends as an example um <laughs> yeah yeah um the other one that i was between was venomous mm-hmm. i uh, i'll let you describe it <laughs> choose a drug or poison to which you have become immune. You can push yourself to secrete it through your skin or saliva or exhale it as a vapor. That's so weird. I, I just, for me, I was like, oh, surely there were accidents that happened with the spark rights. You know, we're doing dangerous experiments all the time. And, you know, perhaps this was a result of that at some point. So that's right. another one I'm excited about. Um and then lastly is, uh, otherwise the artificer also makes sense. Artificer, when you invent or craft a creation with Sparkcraft features, uh-oh, that's Sparkcraft. That's mm-hmm. what we've been talking about. Take a plus one result level to your roll. So in this game, your uh, your rolls can have different levels of success. You could, be, you could have a limited success. 
uh, which means you just kind of barely sort of did it, but it's not going to work really well. You can have it standard, which means you succeeded and what you expect to happen happens. Or you can have a great effect, which means you've... You you nailed it. You killed it. You you get extra bonuses to what you've done based on how well you've rolled. Um, in, in the case of Artificer here, anytime you create something, you're going to go ahead and get a plus one result uh, to your roll. Uh, and you begin with one special design already known. Um, I'll let you choose, but I'm going to tell you that um, based on what you told me about your character concept and being a spark right. That looks like the best one. Analyst looks really great, too. Venomous is... I mean, it's gonzo fun. So if you pick that one, I don't blame you. But Oh, um, gosh. Let me know what you're thinking. Oh, no, no. Can, can I get some input from the other players at all huh. here? I, I, I'm split between these. So what... Wait, so what... So what, what do you feel? Yeah. Let your let your heart let your heart your guide. guide you. Oh my god, you guys are useless. <laughs> <laughs> we, we the way uh, you got to look within, but I mean, based okay, my gut based mm-hmm. on based on this character is they're sort of appearing in my mind's eye. I feel like uh-huh. artificer seems to make them the most yeah. sense to me. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, with the spark craft, with the the the, the technical know how. Mm. Um, mm. Okay, okay. What okay. were the What were the other? Do you you can only pick one, right? Yeah, to start with. Uh, and the other okay. one I was was the venomous, right? Some sort of accident causing that, where you know a drug or poison a poison can secrete through your skin or saliva, or you can exhale it as a vapor. I mean, that's Artificial wild. That rules. Yeah. <laughs> You can Wait. you can invent or craft a creation with spark craft features. I mean, you could make someone's head blow up if you wanted to. Uh, Let's be honest. Could, you're, you're, you're I was right about that. You could make someone's head blow up, and you'll I, probably I could, I could be in an accident yeah. eventually that will mutate you somehow. <laughs> exactly. So why force the issue now? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're, I take back the useless comment. Um, <laughs> let's go with artificer then. Click the dot, and you have the artificer special ability. So um, your inventions, whenever you roll to make them, they are going to have a plus one to their result, which is pretty huge. Um, Our next uh, part of your character, and we're almost done, by the way, um, we're going to move over to uh, Clever Friends, which is on the right Ah. side of the sheet here under the action ratings. And you need to pick um, uh, one of these uh, characters that are listed here that is your ally, that is your uh, friend who would be there for you in a fix, and okay. one who is a rival or enemy. Uh, and one of the great things about Blades in the Dark is it kind of creates all this stuff for you. This is stuff that normally a GM would have to kind of write up on their own. Blades in the Dark has this uh, intricate uh, city ecosystem filled with all these various NPCs, and uh, it's really easy to just pull them out of the book. So um, your choices are Stasia, an apothecary, Veldrin, a psychonaut, whatever that means. Could you, oh yeah, I was going to ask, could you perhaps tell me what a psychonaut is? A psychonaut, I think, uh, and it probably does have a write-up in the book, um, is someone who uses drugs to uh, enter uh, other dimensions of uh, awareness. A steampunk Terrence McKenna. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yes, or a Timothy Leary. uh, Yeah. Um, Eckerd, a corpse thief. 
Jewel, a blood dealer. Um, keep in mind that in uh, Duskfall, Leviathan blood is used to power their technology. So uh. that might be the kind of blood dealer Jewel is. Uh, or Jewel might be dealing in human blood. Who knows? Uh, and then finally, Melista, a priestess. So who is okay. your friend and who is your enemy? I think an apothecary, Stasia, is my friend. I feel like a friend of the families. Right, yeah. that makes sense. Or even could even be a a family member. You can click yeah. the uh, up sure. arrow beside Stasia. Okay. Great. And then... Um, uh, for the rival or enemy, may I reach into another part of the book for another NPC? Um, yes, you may, because there's a this really great place where we can write in a character. So, um, okay. Who are of you going to create as your enemy? Wow, this is interesting. Mm. Of course, feel free to say no. No, I just did a little perusing about the spark rights, and uh-huh. I see that there is an NPC, an instructor there, and I wondered if that could perhaps be my enemy or rival. Uh, sure. What's their name? Una Faros. It's U-N-A-F-A-R-R-O-S. And they're an instructor at the uh, Charter Hall University. Okay, I've put in... really high-place enemies, don't you? Yeah. Well, Uh, you know. (laughs) Una Faros. The President of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The Emperor. Um, Okay. Uh, Yeah, Una Faros, an instructor, is your uh, enemy. Go ahead and click that down arrow. Oh, yes. Perfect. Uh, very good. Uh, and that's... How, what, a, what a great Roll20 setup where you can actually yeah. put in stuff that's not there initially. That's really great. So he, the final part of creating your character, uh, other than your name and your look and your alias right, right, and all right. that, is you need to tell me what is your vice uh, in this game oh. in order to... Uh, you know, instead of taking hit point damage, you, you, you can take health damage, but the main thing you're keeping track of during a, a mission is your stress. And in order to get your stress level down in those downtime phases, you engage in vices. So could mm. you please tell me, is your vice faith, gambling, luxury, obligation, pleasure... Stupor, which means getting so high or drunk that you can't feel anymore, or weird. <laughs> um, so, obligation probably means you have a, a family or a job or a church that you feel like you, you know a charity that you have to commit to. Uh, weird can be is really a catch-all for any strange thing you do in your free time, like maybe observing occult rituals or something like that. Mm. Um, Faith means that, yeah, well, faith would be your church as well. It would right, be right. like uh, the cult you belong to. Uh, what are you thinking for your vice? So I'm thinking it's, it's I'll describe what I think she does so that, you know, perhaps you can guide it a bit. Because I think it sits somewhere between obligation and stupor. <laughs> because okay. I think that she gets so fixated on a plan or an idea or, or an end goal that she will take whatever she needs to take so that she can stay up and just keeps reading, keeps reading, keeps like absorbing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like keeps um, um, over fixates on something and doesn't sleep and will will find um, various substances to keep her that way and perhaps overindulges, right? Yeah, that's possible. Um, well, that does sound like obligation and stupor. I guess I would go <laughs> with 
I guess I would go with obligation if it's more like she relieves stress by like working on all these technical projects. Uh, and I would go with stupor if she relieves t- stress by shooting speed. Shooting I, speed is that a proper drug uh, terminology? Yeah, I'm like, mm, I think I think it's obligation, you know, because I think that that that's what fuels then, you know, perhaps indulging in something else to fuel it. And uh, with an obligation, is there like someone she's helping, like maybe her family or her or her partner or something I, like that? I, it is her uh, deceased partner. Ah, okay. So that's really great. So let's put in obligation, deceased partner. That's all you have to tell us. She has something, some some kind of business for her deceased partner that she must. So she relieves stress by working on that project uh, mm-hmm. in her downtime. Um, finally, before we move on, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you think about look her her you know her. Oh, look, I know but, it. I got oh, it. Great. Go ahead and tell me, and I'll put it in right now. Uh, oh, I guess it's like descriptor. Oh, okay, um, she is dressed all in black Victorian attire and always has a veil on in morning attire. Constantly, morning attire that says it all. And do we have a name for her yet? Juliette Bellerose. Juliette Bellerose. Bellerose. It's B E L L E R O S E. Great, Juliette Bellerose. Uh, am I saying that correctly? Bellerose. 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 Um, well, uh, I'm going to continue to butcher it, but it's a beautiful name. I look forward to it. <laughs> um, and your character is complete. Does she have a? Does she have an alias? Does she have something else she goes by in the underworld? I think that she has. Uh, I think the widow. I love it. The widow. Oh, this is amazing! I can't wait to see this character in action. Uh, however, we only have so much show, so it's time to move on. Thank you, <laughs> Josephine. Yes. And now we are going to bring up Ross's character. Ross, you are on. Uh, you are on stage now, my friend, and you've had oh you've had a chance to uh, think about those playbooks. Which one are you thinking of playing as? I I I got it. I got to say, I was like. I was thinking Leech going into this. Yeah. I'm sorry. But now that, no, 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 no. It's taken, I think though. That, I think that's no, fun. There, there could be more, there, right? More there than could one? be more. There could be multiples. Actually, but I, th- it, I say no. I'm I'm the game master, and I say there can only be one. <laughs> that's so nice. So, so now I, I think no. this this goes in a more fun direction where we're like, now I'm like more shooting from the hip. And uh, yeah. just our little, our little chat at the top about... Um, esoteric occultic lore set my wheels spinning and I think I'm going to go whisper whisper oh. the characters oh, that engage role. in the ghost field and we're going to have a science we're going to have a science and mystical and a mystical es- expert that's really interesting okay love, so love love this um, Damn. you are what an arcane an arcane adept and channeler, the whisper. And so uh, now uh, we are going to talk about your heritage. Akaros, the Dagger Isles, Aruvia, Severos, Scovlin, or Tycharos. And I know you know a little bit about these places in this game. So uh, where are you going to go, uh, Ross Bryant? In, in, the, in the interest of just kind of leaning into the, 
the um what is natural to this character that may seem unnatural to others. I want to go with maybe I think what the book describes as some of the most uncanny and what the people of uh, Duskfall see is maybe the most uh, um, outsidery, which are the the Tychoros. Tychoros, yeah. So Tychoros is a place far across the sea. Uh, and a uh, few people in Akaros can say that they've been there, uh, maybe none. Uh, but the Tycharosi have come to uh, Akaros uh, for many years. And the Tycharosi, uh they are said to be demon-blooded. And they each have a strange uh, feature to their appearance that shows their alien uh, DNA, their alien, their demonic blood somewhere flowing in their veins. What is the detail about your Tycharos heritage that you'd like to share? <laughs> okay. A, de- a detail about, like, the heritage? Um, yeah, I'll say let's that, call it uh, the heritage, and, and we can also maybe get in your look what the weird feature is. But but right now, just tell me, like, how did you get here? Why are you part of, are you third th- generation Tycharosi? What, what What's your family like? Yeah, I think this is a um, second generation Tycharosi, and they've come to Duskfall um, for religious pilgrimage reasons. That um, That there are places in Duskfall that maybe not to the inhabitants, but to those in the know are holy sites of the ancient, ancient world um, that awesome. we must perform upkeep on. And as far as the look, okay, here's, here's what I'm thinking. You know how we're like when you hold up some, like a piece of paper to the light and you can kind of see through it to something behind it? I think uh, the um, this uh, this individual's skin is pale and translucent at a level that you can see the bone underneath and the bone is black. So like, so like, you know, in the right light, you, you, you can see the skull and the, uh, and the bones of the hand, um, underneath, underneath the, uh, skin and the teeth, of course, are jet onyx black. Um, that's, uh, foul. Um, and I have written translucent skin uh, into your look. Uh, how very, very uh, unsettling. Uh, and now, what about your background? Uh, academic, labor, law, trade, military, noble, or underworld? Um, think. Uh, what did you do before you became a criminal here? I think. Uh, let's let's go with. Um, Go with uh, it's interesting. Um, let's you're, go with you're law. About law, okay. So you're talking about a pilgrim, but maybe it's a different kind of law than we'd immediately think. And the the book gives the example of barristers, uh, and uh, uh, and you know, uh, policemen, basically blue coats is what they're called in Duskfall. But maybe it's a different kind of law for you. What kind mm-hmm. of law is it? This okay, I'm, and again, shooting from the hip. If there are places that that these uh, Tycharos want want maybe preserved or uh, restored to their former state, um, that like the kind of law that might that might do such things like zoning, um, advocacy, <laughs> uh, like like I don't know, like if there's a, if there's a cult of a place, imagine imagine the sort of uh, person that you might call upon to advocate for that place not not in a, not in a protest but in a more formal um, way in appropriate legal channels 
like the sort of the sort of a uh, person where like the immigrant parents are like you're going to make something of yourself to to raise up the community and my son is a lawyer <laughs> um i i put i put real estate broker should i put real estate lawyer i think that real estate broker kind of makes sense that's great okay great Oh, okay, great. What a what a very interesting background. Okay, so uh, now we can look over, and the whisper starts with a dot in study and two dots in a tune, a tune being, of course, how you harness arcane forces. What is the dot from your religious pilgrimage background, your Tykerosi background? Um, We're adding uh, four more dots. The first connects to back, uh, sorry, to heritage. What is your heritage dot? Let's uh, let's do um, uh, survey, survey. There since since it's coming to to see to witness to um, to find um, places in in catacombs and under layers of other buildings that are that are uh, remnants of the old world before it fell. Very good, and I went ahead and stuck that in for you, uh, but I, w- I won't. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you do it next time. Um, so uh, survey, right? So uh, you survey the landscape. You survey the city, trying to find hidden sites. It makes sense. You have keen powers of observation, and so now, what is the um, the uh, dot connected to your position in law, your background? <laughs> um, I think a uh, uh, sway. Very good. A dot of sway. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, 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 I get trigger happy and I try to put dots in myself, but I forget players like to do that. Oh, uh, okay. Very good. Sway. Uh, and that makes sense to me. You have to sway people to allow you to have uh, control of uh, certain sites. Uh, you have to sway them into selling, into buying. Uh, very good. And so now you get two dots that can go anywhere. Where would you like for them to go? Hmm. I think... Uh just how I just how I am imagining this sort of like um, uh, the look of this of this individual like they, they seem kind of uh, they're uncanny so I'm gonna put uh, finesse that there's there's an uncanny grace <laughs> to them and um, I will also uh, throw um, I'll throw one in uh, I will throw one in um, command, or actually no, I'll throw one into hunt. Hunt, interesting. I love it. Uh, Okay, Uh, hunting is you know tracking things down. It makes sense for your character, and also fighting at a distance. Uh, Hunt, Uh, very good. Um, I like I like where you've gone with this guy. Now it is time for us to pick our special ability. Uh, and uh, which of these <laughs> sounds interesting? Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to pull the trigger immediately. Uh, occultist. Occultist. <laughs> so go down to the bottom of the page here. Oh, and oh, he's absolutely ready. He's picked occultist. You know secret ways to consort with ancient powers, forgotten gods or demons. Once you've consorted with one, you get plus one die to command the cultists who worship it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Um, so you find Incredible. these ancient sites that are connected to gods, and then you can make deals with those gods and demons. That's a really bizarro, uh, weirdo special ability. I love it. Okay. Uh, and, you know, 
Uh, it says you can get plus one die to command cultists to worship it, but I might let you have that plus one die to sway cultists who worship it since you have a dot there you know uh it's uh it it basically command is not with a capital c so it doesn't mean you have to use the command action you could use a different action Uh, now let's go over to the right side of the sheet and let's look at the strange friends and enemies uh and tell me uh who will be your ally and who will be your uh your enemy oh amazing um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a, this is a wild list: a a ghost, a vampire, a demon, a witch, or a spirit trafficker. Um, right. So ghosts are so commonplace that sometimes they are captured and they are trafficked as goods in Duskfall, uh, literal souls for sale. So that's what a spirit trafficker would be. Uh, the rest, uh, you know, they're pretty uh, pretty easy to figure out: ghost, vampire, demon, <laughs> witch. Hmm. I'll I also think I'll just ch- say for the benefit, so sorry, for the benefit of our listeners and, and, and that, you know, I, I have a previous Blades in the Dark game up on YouTube, but um, the Satara character, the Skurlock character, the Nyrix character, all of those will be new, recreated for this game. So uh, there is no canon uh, from before. This This will be a completely different version of these NPCs. So what are you thinking, my friend? I would love to be friends with a witch, so I will I'll say I'm friends with Quellen, a witch. Great. And um, the uh, um, yeah, let's uh, let's go with this. The spirit trafficker sounds unsavory. Let's yeah, uh, Flint, the spirit trafficker, um, <laughs> is my uh, enemy and nemesis. He stole ghosts from sacred sites. I mean, he stole ancestors, like. That's right. Trafficked ancestors. Um, great. Okay, so finally, your vice, my friend. Faith, gambling, luxury, obligation, pleasure, stupor, or weird? Oh, you know it's got to be weird, baby. <laughs> weird. And what will it be? Tell me. Do I have give to me, uh, yeah, define that just, now? Well, um, I would love something. And, if, and if, it's, if it's easier, I can just look up in the book Vice Purveyors. This is how fun and easy this book is. And I can just give you a list of vice pur- pur- uh, purveyors, uh, purveyors that give you weird stuff, like uh, the hooded proprietor of a half-flooded g- grotto tavern near the docks. Strange passageways lead to stranger chambers beyond. Mm-hmm. Or Sister Thorn, Deathland scavenger gang, Gaddock Station. So someone who gets who scavenges stuff out of the Deathlands, and maybe you um, you go to her. Uh, these are just some two ideas. Yeah, um, I think it's it's a religious ecstasy. <laughs> well, would that not be faith then? There is oh, a, a faith. There, that uh, is, is one of the one vices. Of the yeah. Oh, okay, great. Um, I, I I guess I'm. Yeah, it's not weird to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. faith. Let's let's change it up. Faith and. Uh, so that's a little different. And let me see. Are there faith vice purveyors? I think there are. Uh, faith. Faith is a vice. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the ruins of the temple to the forgotten gods. There's someone named Ilasil there. Uh, there's also a place called uh, the Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh, which is run by someone named Nelisan. Um, or you could, yeah. you know, make up your own. I mean, it's. It, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But watch yourself, McCoy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think this 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 um 
character is a forgotten gods devotee, so that makes that makes sense to me. But maybe a less less formal and more like esoteric um, little chapels and catacombs and places. Great. So um, I'm going to say uh, ruins of the temple of forgotten gods for your vice purveyor. Let's do it. You are very interested in uh, finding these forgotten gods. And uh, so finally, uh, do you have a name and an alias? Hmm. Uh, if not right now, that's okay. Cir- you circle back. back to me yeah, on that one. Okay, no problem. No yeah. problem. Uh, and so now, our newbie, it's your turn, Abu. Yeah, I have no idea what has been going on, what's been happening, the conversation, <laughs> anything. I've been hearing names, and I'm like, that sounds dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Abu, you're okay. gonna love this. You're gonna love this. Oh so, my god. We'll we'll take our time here. So um, l- let's talk about the various uh, the various playbooks. You could be a cutter, which is someone who skirmishes and fights hand to hand. A hound, someone who hunts and shoots. Mm. Uh, leech is already taken. A lurk, mm. someone who sneaks and spies. Mm. A slide, someone who manipulates and deceives. Mm. A spider, a mastermind, uh, someone who thinks ahead and has plots within plots. Those are the playbooks that are available. Which of those sounds interesting to you? Cutter. Cutter. Uh, And in fact, we kind of do need someone. We have two brainy brains. We need someone (laughs) Mm -hmm. who can can make uh, people hurt in their faces. Um, All right. (laughs) Here we go. I've brought up a character sheet and I'm writing in Cutter. Very good. Uh, There we go. Uh, And so um, we have a cutter, uh, a dangerous and intimidating fighter. You can see you start with two in skirmish, which is the fighting skill, and one in Mm. command, which is what you would use to intimidate people. Uh, Mm. And what do you think about, um, like, the kind of country or the the heritage, the family line that your character comes from? Okay. I don't know any of these, so what does Severus mean? Severos is sort of a, 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 a barbarian wasteland. It's a it's a it's a country that's run by like horse lords, like the like Cal Drago uh, from Game of Thrones, uh, and um, it is uh, covered in horribly uh, dangerous ghosts. But these horse lords, these sort of horse barbarians in that country will hide out in these old temples, the ruins of these old buildings that protect them from the ghosts with their arcane markings and geometry. Um, and yeah, your character, oh, uh, yeah, it does sound <laughs> dope. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> Great. And what is your detail about that? Like, are you, uh, I mean, what, what, what is uh, this character's connection to Severus? I think he's uh, part of a tribe of um, people who he's supposed to, I don't know, lead, but has no care for. Uh-huh, Aha, okay. to do with it, that kind of lifestyle. Um, I so, believe in tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a tribal leader, uh, mm-hmm. but he rejected it, you said. Yes. I love it. Um, and uh, that kind of helps with the background, which is the next thing we're going to talk about. Um, background, and I can see you going a couple ways here, but uh, one that stands out to me is military and another is noble. Yeah. So 
Um, if he was more of like a martial leader, maybe military, but if it's more like he inherited this leadership from like the chieftain, then maybe it's noble. Mm. And how does how do those affect? I mean, like, I think it's more. I think these guys, yeah, they're not noble, man. I go military. Military, absolutely. And uh, what's a detail about that? Like, uh, maybe about like how he fights or what his job was when he lived in Severos uh, among like the you know the battle, the battle group. Almost like a. He's, he's it's like the closer, I think. It's like the yeah, it's the closer. Oh, the guy that comes by behind and uh, the the closer. Mm. <laughs> the guy that the guy that finishes them off seals the deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, I still have no idea what the hell is going to happen with this guy, but this is going to be great. This is a great crew. The- I'm loving this. <laughs> Uh, when you say the closer, I mean, I just imagine like him like coming by uh, and there's all these dead bodies on the ground from a battle and he's just finishing them off. Like, uh-huh. uh, you know, cutting Pretty their much, throats, you know, stabbing he's, them. He's, he's like, it's like the last resort. You know, it's a sense of like, you know, you don't you, you don't want to pull this guy out when it comes to when it comes to a fight, because then it just gets almost unholy. All right. I'm so changing it to kind of, secret. I'm changing it to just because it's more. Uh, descriptive than closer, unholy secret weapon. <laughs> Pretty much. There we go. Uh, That's great. Uh, great. Don't make us have to bring him. Uh, <laughs> um, great. Uh, and so now um, you can uh, place those action dots that we talked about. Um, one has to be connected to your heritage in Severos. So where would you maybe put a, a dot uh, that connects to that? Hmm. And you were kind of like survivors, aren't we, right? Uh, yeah, you are survivors for sure. But it's to do with like demonic ghosts and shiz. Yeah, like every night basically in Severos, the, 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 the dead rise from their graves, ghosts come out to drain your bodies and possess them, and you guys have to kind of either fight them with arcane weapons or hide out in uh, these, uh, you know, these, these ruined temples that protect you. I'd then say maybe attune then. That makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like it would, you know, it's just naturally attuned to. Go ahead and click a dot for attune. Yeah, Yeah, perfect. Um, And then what about uh, your military background? Where would you put a dot from your military background? Oh, definitely in. uh, I'm going to put it in finesse. Finesse. Okay, great. Um, You're someone who uses. Uh, skill and precision in the way that you uh, you fight. You're not necessarily a mm-hmm. uh, savage that just wrecks things. Um, <clears throat> okay, and then you get two more dots that you can put anywhere you like. I'm going to put... I'm going to put them both in skirmish. Can I do that? You can only put one. So the, at, at the beginning of okay. character creation, you um, you can only go up to three. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll do one skirmish. Uh huh. And then another in finesse. Okay, great. Uh, great. Wow. So, just so you're aware, sometimes when insight becomes important, you see that top category of I'm insight. Be absolutely whatless. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> your friends have so much survey and, and insight. 
you'll be okay. I, I mm-hmm. bet. Um, perfect. Or maybe as a game yes. master, I just get greedy when I see a character leaving me a vulnerability to exploit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the bottom of the sheet, bottom left, your special abilities. Um, yeah. Do any of those words stand out to you? Not to be trifled with is fantastic because it's a sentence. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with yeah. that. Yeah, it says you can push yourself to do one of the following. Perform a feat of physical force that verges on the superhuman. Engage a small gang on equal footing in close combat. That sounds like an unholy su- uh, secret weapon to me. 100%. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and click not to be trifled oh, with. wow. And uh, basically pushing Perfect. yourself as a mechanic in the game oh, where sorry. you take like a couple stress, but then you get, you get a benefit. So... Um, uh, usually you get a dice benefit, but this allows you to get uh, the benefit of doing something superhuman, something that's impossible for other people. Uh, now we can go over to the bottom right of the sheet to your dangerous friends mm. uh, and enemies, and you can tell me uh, which of these characters, these NPCs, is an ally and which is an enemy. I would say <laughs> I like the name Sawtooth. It's going to be my friend. Ah, very smart. Go ahead and click the up arrow. Very smart to pick a physiker as a friend because physikers are the people that heal you. Oh, and healing in this game requires finding a doctor. Well, guess what, everybody? Thankfully, uh, Abu chose to have a friend who's a doctor. So that's a good idea. You know, me and doctors go way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, let's also go for my enemy to be... Is that Marlene? What's a pug? 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 pug a pugilist. That That's uh, like a, okay. a prize fighter. Wow, I I thought that I completely thought it was like the opposite of a publicist and just someone who just says terrible <laughs> shit about you. <laughs> you well, suck, if you want, man. if you want, we can create a new character that is a publicist to be your enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think Marlene. Oh, you've made a very powerful enemy. Jeez, <laughs> biggest PR firm in Duskwall. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mar- Marlene. Marlene, Marlene. Put the down arrow. So you have a prize fighter that doesn't like you. Maybe you beat her in a match. Uh, oh, great. Uh, maybe Marlene is a boy's name. Who knows? It's a fantasy world. Okay. Um, so now we are going to go back up, and we're gonna, just going to do the finishing touches here. Uh, mm. What What does your character look like? What's do you have a couple of details about the look? I think he's got. You know, he's he's covered in sort of scarring and tattoos across like his face because for his tribe it's almost like he's got there's a I don't want to say like the Mike Tyson look but like there is a sense of like a you know there is this sort of unholy scarring coming around Uh, his eyes great and uh, that's beautiful I I wrote covered in scars and tattoos and I Mm. love that and then do you have a name for him yet yes great Valkos Valkos V-A-L-K-O-S? Yes. Valkos, everybody. Uh, We have created our three characters. Uh, These are the uh, criminals who are going to be taking control of the entire city one day. Uh, When we come back from a short break, we are going to create our crew. So uh, we will see you in just a few minutes after a word from our sponsors. The Closer on TNT. (laughs) 
And we are back. Welcome back <laughs> to Duskfall, everybody. It's a haunted city, hence the name of the campaign. We have created three really exciting characters uh, with these players, and now it is time to create the character of the entire team. This is a unique uh, mechanic, a unique character creation uh, part of Blades in the Dark. It's my favorite part. We are going to create a, a type of crew. What kind of criminal enterprises does this leech uh whisper and cutter get into and so um let me tell you your choices um you could be assassins assassins uh obviously the pull uh pull hits on people murdering them but they also might be involved with kidnapping and ransom um, you can be bravos <laughs> who are like thugs for hire mercenaries basically people that get into fights um you can be a cult, which means you have to procure sacrifices uh, and uh, uh, do things to honor your god, uh, which uh, requires all kinds of unsavory uh, actions. You can be hawkers. Hawkers are someone who are selling something illegal. Um, and so hawkers are basically, uh, you know, you might say drug dealers, but maybe they are blood dealers, like we said, with the uh, demon blood that uh, creates electroplasm. So it could be that they are uh, hawkers of that. Um, shadows. Shadows are uh, people who um, are spies and thieves. Basically, anybody who breaks breaks into places, steals something and gets out, or maybe breaks into a place and spies on people and gets away, that's what shadows are. You can be smugglers, people who are trying to get, uh, trying to get illegal goods or uh, people in and out of the city. Uh, and those are your choices. Assassins, Bravos, Cult, Hawkers, Shadows, and Smugglers. Those are the choices that we are going with here. So uh, I'll let you guys discuss it. What sounds good? I'm, and what fits your my, skill set? Thrown in my vote for shadows. The, the spies and thieves side of things. I just also want to point out, not a one of us has con- consort, consort as a skill. You know, isn't that more like charm based? It, it sort of is. Sort of. Yeah, it's like becoming friends, pals with people, uh, partying with them. But I will also say, remember, any action can that's, be used for any situation yeah, in this yeah, game. Yeah, that's it's true. Hard to get your head around. But I'm just getting but, a feel of us as a crew not yeah. having that. <laughs> well, it's interesting. We've got kind of like two brains, I would say, uh, two kind of mentally uh, characters of very different expertise fields, and then we've got this this barbarian fighter um so uh it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint what you know their exact criminal enterprise would be it could be anything um i say a cult jumps out to me just because of ross's character uh does he have a name yet ross um i think yeah his uh, his, uh actual name is uh Siliak khan oh my gosh how do you know <laughs> s-e-l-j-a-k K-O-N. Silyak Khan. Silyak Khan. Wait, there's a there's a vegetable called Khan? Silyak. No, no, no. Not, not celiac. <laughs> like Siljak. Um, but but you can but but yeah, uh, like much like I mean, some people may be intolerant 
uh, to him, as much as uh, <laughs> much as people with celiac are intolerant to gluten. Um, oh, very right. good. Uh, and I think his his uh, his alias would be Crystal. Oh, Crystal! Ooh. I love it. So, I mean, Colt jumps out to me, but your your other characters didn't seem quite as you know uh, religious, obviously. Uh, but maybe they just work for Celiac's sort of you know uh, religious organization. Um, but mm. y- you definitely don't have to go with Colt. That's the only one that jumps out to me because of one of your characters. Uh, why do you? Why are you a, a fan of uh, shadows, Joe? Uh, I'm a fan of shadows because spies and thieves. It feels like we can get information. We can, you know, infiltrate, take down other groups, organizations, what have you. By spying and thieving. I don't know. It just feels mm-hmm. right. It, and then we can choose like a sort of moral direction by who we are affecting mm-hmm. with that yeah. as well. You know, like I, I also mm-hmm. have an image of like, if we're stealing, like if we're stealing, um, things that are associated with art, the artifacts of the ancient religions, um, <laughs> then, then there is still a, a culty connection. Um, there are many things in Duskfall that should be repatriated to their uh, to their um, their culture of origin, per se, or at least into the hands of someone who knows how to use them. I love it. Um, what do you think, Abu? Is any yeah, are any of those jumping I'm, out to you? I'm digging the shadows. I was convinced with the sh- with the shadows talk right now. So I think there's a there's a there's something about that that's really nice. Uh, then I am going to bring up a shadow sheet for us. Uh, and you can see that this is the sheet for your team, for your crew. Um, and you can see in the center there, there's all sorts of different claims that during the course of the game you can take control of. So some of them just say turf, but you can also uh, take control of, say, informants. And then you get plus one die to gather information for your scores. Or you could uh, take control of a gambling den, and it's like a side business for you. So there's all kinds of things that um, shadows can uh, earn through XP and through and through their scores, through their missions. Uh, but uh, now that we have um, chosen a crew type, you're going to start out at tier zero. Uh, and you are going to have a hold, a strong hold. That means you have a strong hold over Ooh. the very small area that you claim as your as your hunting grounds, uh, and you start with two coin. I'm going to put uh, two coin into your vaults. Your vaults can only hold four coin altogether right now because you're a tier zero group. Uh, and coin, by the way, doesn't mean single solitary coins. It's it's sort of an abstract concept of the amount of money you have. So you start out with two coin uh, as a as a team. Now you need to choose your reputation and your layer. So um, the reputations, uh, let me bring up those reputations. Reputation is how people know your crew, what they think of your crew. Uh, you know, uh, and those uh, are uh, adjectives. So is your crew ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, or strange? Ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, or strange. Uh, what is your reputation? Strange. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Right? Yeah, yeah, you guys sound like strange. Look at us exactly. Like, come on, we're strange as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Silent and misfit toys. 
So when you play the game, you want to pick jobs that are strange because you'll get extra XP from executing strange scores. Excellent. Mm, so you okay. want to engage with cr- crimes that are weird, that involve weird <laughs> things that you're stealing and, and, and whatnot. Um, okay. Oh, I love um, it. Okay. Okay. Uh, now that we've picked your your uh, your reputation, we need to decide where your layer is. And for that, I'm going to move us over to another part of our roll twenty here. And I'm going to open up. Uh, let me just close our sheet for a minute. Uh, the map of uh, Duskfall here. Um, you can see that I move the players over as well. Yeah, I've got you guys there. So um, you can see here. The entire city of Duskfall on the edge of the Void Sea, I believe it's called. Uh, and these are all the different neighborhoods that your lair, your crew's lair, might be located in. Uh, and um, oh, let me tell you about the different neighborhoods. Um, actually, instead of going into every single neighborhood where I'd be talking for a very long time... Tell me where you think you guys would be situated. Like, what what kind of a place, uh, a kind of a neighborhood do you think that this crew would hide out in? Hmm. <laughs> where does a group like us hide? Yeah, six towers. Yeah, is there an is there like an is there like an <laughs> old six towers town? Is, six towers is old town. Uh, wow, yeah. you guys uh, telepathically uh, learned that. <laughs> um, six <laughs> towers is. Basically, the old city where uh, there used to be the mansions of the very wealthy were there, uh, and now a lot of them are abandoned. It's no longer a fashionable oh. district. Um, it's yes. Just, yeah. Uh, and um, when you uh, are you guys thinking Six Towers feels right to you? That, yes. that feels pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. I just don't. Let me. See, where I just don't want to be in Coleridge because I believe that's where the spark rights are. As long as it's not that. Well, the the spark rights are all over, but a lot of them are in Dunslow, which is this sort of like okay. uh, this sort of like suburban kind of district where there's a lot of tech. Okay, uh, but uh, Six Towers is great. I'm going to move your little layer marker here over into Six Towers, and just so uh, we all know the the neighborhood that we're living in, uh, I'm going to read about Six Towers to you just a little bit here. Um, make sure I had it right. Uh, This formerly prestigious district has faded over the centuries into a pale shadow of what it once was. The eponymous Six Towers were originally the grand residences of Duskfall's first noble families. All but two have been sold off and converted into cheap apartments or fallen into ruin and abandoned. The district has an empty, haunted feel, with many sprawling old buildings dark without power. Broad stone streets cracked and buckled, and the fires of squatters crackling from overgrown lots. Oh, that sounds like where you guys live. Yeah. Um, and when I bring up the shadows sheet again, um, it will let you pick the exact type of place that you live in, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, let's see. Where does it have your lair? Um, well, I know that we have to kind of pick, like, a detail about the layer. So let me just see oh, if I yeah. can find that. On the oh, right. here we go. Your choices are a half-sunken grotto, an abandoned watchtower, the unassuming back rooms of a merchant shop, a small abandoned house at the end of a dark lane, a rickety tin-roofed shack perched on a rooftop, or a junked rail car. Do any of those sound good to you? 
They're all, uh, they, you know, if this was Grand Theft Auto, you're starting in the poorest neighborhood and with the poorest uh, headquarters to start. What were the first two? Sorry. A half-sunken grotto in the city's underground canals or an abandoned watchtower atop an ancient crumbling wall. Half-sunken grotto. So sounds really dope. That right? sounds dope. Like so, if you imagine like the six towers, these these crumbling manses of the former wealthy, you're just gonna pan past these like gargoyles, <laughs> cracked stained glass windows, like through the streets, through like a layer of bones, down into canals in a little like sunken cave, and that's where you see this trio. <laughs> All right, a half-sunken grotto in six towers. Yeah, that's that's so weird. It's so strange. Yeah, that is like yeah. It's like it's like a like a cistern underneath one of these buildings. How the hell do we get any business? I can't. Well, you got to know a guy who knows a guy. (laughs) Yeah, they don't have to come to us. I think it's better if they don't come to us. We go to that. Mm -hmm. Right. So we now have to establish your hunting grounds. And basically what that means is there's an area of the city where you operate, uh, where you do a lot of your uh, shadowing, your stealing, and your spying. uh, And it is not necessarily Six Towers. Uh, It's probably another area of the city. So uh, looking at the entire city, uh, you might choose a neighborhood nearby, which would make it really convenient. Or you might choose a neighborhood that's uh, farther away. Um, but where do you think you do your 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 stealing from? That is your hunting ground. Well, you mentioned Dunslow. Could you tell us more about it? Yeah, absolutely. So Dunslow is where Ironhook Prison is located. It's also where there are like uh, there's basically like a giant labor project where people uh, prisoners are put to work like excavating something. Um, and I can even read to you a little bit about uh, good old Dunslow. If you give me a moment. Here we go. Dunslow was a ghetto for the destitute poor of the city, as well as the site of Ironhook Prison and its labor camp. Originally, the ghetto was a neighborhood for families of prisoners, but over the years, extreme poverty and neglect have worn it down into a sodden ruin. A vicious cycle plays out here. Crime driven by desperation, then arrest, incarceration, and release back to Dunslow, giving Ironhook an endless supply of laborers to exploit. That is uh, Dunslow. Um, and I would assume that... Uh, I don't know where I had the idea that the Sparkrites have... Uh, the Sparkrites have um, locations throughout the city, but they definitely have something out here where they develop their dangerous tech. I th- okay, I think I'd read something about Coleridge, but I don't remember. It was just a side note. Could you tell me about it? About Coleridge? Absolutely. Yeah, and Coleridge is a little a little closer to you. Um, maybe that's where you guys commit the uh, most of your crimes. Coleridge is a home to most of the machinists, industrial laborers, and factories of the city. It's cramped, soot-choked, and loud, spewing dense clouds of black smoke, showers of sparks and burning cinders. The old elevated train lines that once hauled coal now carry heavy equipment and raw materials to and from Gaddock Station. Okay, well, I have one question. Actually, I don't know what any of these places are. Where are the noble elites of the city? Yeah, I feel like we're we're doing we're <laughs> we're, we're we're getting yeah. we're getting uh we got to go places where there's things 
definitely yeah, yeah, worth yeah. stealing. Not that We're, there are things worth stealing in these places, uh, but the vibe course. of this crew seems yes. uh, seems a little odder, a little more uh, rarefied, <laughs> shall we say? So where where would those sort of uh, items yeah. be found? Uh, Decision the, the makers, elite, the right, the, yes. um, where where's the collectors. valuable stuff? Um, uh, well, uh, Brightstone is, as you can tell, the, the, the district names definitely give you an mm. idea of what kind of people hang out there. So Brightstone is home to many of the wealthiest and most influential citizens of Duskfall. There's also White Crown. White Crown is the area out on that island there uh, off the coast of the city. And White Crown is uh, uh, sits atop a grand peak on the island across North Hook Channel from the city proper. From this lofty height, the Lord Governor's stronghold oversees all, flanked by grand estates of the most powerful nobility. So um, Brightstone is if you're stealing from, say, the affluent neighborhood, and White Crown is if you are stealing from the elites of the elites. You guys, be careful. You're basically choosing your difficulty level right now. Because <laughs> if you well, want to steal from the elites of the elites, you might be putting it on hard level difficulty. I feel like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not um, cheating, but elites of elites hold the weirdest stuff. So uh, that's where we're going. Please. <laughs> let's I, do it. Hard mode. Hard, hard mode. Like, mode. No, seriously, this All is right. Dark Souls, guys. Let me yeah. grab a. Uh, let me grab a, just a little. Uh, Jared's like, oh my god, why did I get this, you yeah, guys this, to do this? This is going to be like the shortest Blaze in the Dark series <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, it's like, fine. Uh, okay, episode so two, we're all like dead. Your hunting grounds are <laughs> yeah. in White Crown, which uh, you've made it really, really tough for yourselves. I love it. And uh, let's go ahead and write that this is your, yeah, hunting grounds. We just have to be clever about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Your hunting ground is now there in White Crown. So uh, when you choose a hunting ground, you you should know that there is a a group that, you know, the the city is already divided up among the criminal groups. And a group already controls uh, White Crown. Uh, And you have to decide whether you're going to pay up coin to them to operate there or whether you are going to not pay coin to them and you're going to suffer a loss in reputation. So here it is. Um... Uh, your crew is brand new, but you have chosen some small part of a district as your hunting grounds. This is the area that you largely target for your scores, and you know it well. Your hunting grounds don't have to be in the same district as your lair. The area is small, only three or four city blocks, but it's still an intrusion on someone. The entire city is divided among larger, stronger factions. So you have to decide. Uh, will you pay them off, give them one coin in exchange for giving you room to work? Will you pay the faction two coin as a show of respect and gain a plus one status with them? Or will you keep your money and take negative one status with that faction? I think we gotta pay up, guys, right? Because what is money? Can I ask what the factions are that are here? Yeah, so um, it never really says, like... I have a list. Uh, you have you have the factions list? No, no, no. I I just have a list of the ones that I want to fuck over. Oh well, then let's put one of them in White Crown. Who are who? Who um who do you think would be perfect for that? Uh, give me your list. I have three choices. Three. Okay. <clears throat> the City Council. Uh huh. <laughs> Leviathan Hunters, and the Ministry of Preservation. Oh, wow. Um, so you're paying... Uh, these are people you're kind of working with if you're paying up coin to them. So are you actually paying off, like, someone in 
say the Leviathan hunters to allow you to like operate in White Crown? Is that what you're doing? Do, I mean, do we have to pay that? What was the other option to paying them off? And you no, could no, pay no, them no, nothing no, and take a negative one status with make them. Make them make an enemy of them. Basically, Joe, your list was the most powerful, the most <laughs> powerful groups in Dustfall. So. You do you want to pick uh-huh. the most? I mean, you already have it on hard mode. Do you now want to pick the most powerful enemy you possibly can, or do you want to pay up to some group like that and get ignored? Basically, okay, you could be. Let me. So let's, yeah. let me do the opposite then of who I would be willing to pay because I have some people I'd be willing to work with as well. Okay, great. Who do you have? The path the of echoes, people. the foundation, and the reconciled. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. Wow. Um, the uh, the path of echoes uh, I I know a little bit about. Let me see if I can bring this up here. Um, path of echoes. I've... Yeah, here we go. A mystery cult that borders on open rebellion against spirit laws. They revere the ancients. That sounds uh, right up right up. Uh, wow, that sounds dope. Right. Do you guys want to just make it the path of echoes? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's pay them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, and do you want to pay them two coin and empty out your coffers right now, or do you want to pay them just one coin? Yeah, let's go for two. Come on, two. Well, does that cover us for more time? What does what is the benefit of? Just means we wouldn't be able to now. buy more stuff later on in this build, right? There's other stuff we can spend coin what on. What can we buy? Is that right? Um, you will have to buy all kinds of things, including uh, healing uh, for yourself oh. at various at various times. So. Um, yeah, it it's uh it's a I've whole got a thing. doctor friend, guys, so <laughs> Right, you're you're right, you're right. You're and I know an apothecary for supplies, I assume. So, so I'm, I'm, I am well aware that death is not the end. So uh <laughs> <laughs> So here we see I've I've posted in that you have the path of echoes here. Uh and uh actually I'm gonna just make um, some if- room for it. Yeah, is there a benefit to paying them two coin, Jared? They will give you a plus... You'll have a plus two reputation with them, Ooh, uh, so oh. the Path of Echoes will really like you, actually. What do you I think? Say, I say let's, let's, let's go for let's it. Do it. Yeah, why let's not? Let's really ally ourselves to this this uh, crew. Okay, <laughs> so you guys are getting into bed with a super dangerous cult. I get it. Um, all right, and you are going to go ahead and give yourself a plus, plus two. Oh, what a crazy, crazy gang. This is like, you know, when you when you start a new game and you have no idea what you're building or rolling and you learn on the way that you've rolled everything wrong. <laughs> right. So you can see there I've put that you have a plus two with the Path of Echoes and you are now friendly with them. Awesome. And I'm narrowing down your, uh, your layer area to six towers. You always start there in six towers. This is so cool, seeing it all laid out like this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus two with the Path of Echoes. I just want to read what they are one more time so you guys remember exactly who you are friendly with. The Path of Echoes, uh, a mystery cult that borders on open rebellion against spirit laws. They revere the ancients and seek to gain knowledge from the past, including consorting with ghosts. And they are a level three uh, faction, so they're not so gigantically huge that they would be super dangerous if you piss them off. Uh, 
you know, not as much as like the Leviathan Hunters or the Ministry of Preservation. Uh, <laughs> I really love that you guys work with the Path of Echoes and you have a plus two with them. And it doesn't, it does make sense that they might have some influence in White Crown, that they are controlling part of White Crown. So I guess the, uh, the very wealthy elites, the elite of the elite in uh, Duskfall are joining this strange cult. Uh, and you guys are getting in on the ground floor for this, uh, for the opportunities that that, that, that gives you. Uh, I love it. I love it. And I also love it. So now let us uh, move to the next part of your crew uh, creation. And that is, uh, let's see. Okay. Um, choose a special ability. So let's bring up our sheet again, uh, our shadow sheet. And let's open it up and let's look at these special abilities and let me know if anything uh, stands out to you guys. The one at the top looks really sweet. I know I noticed this before. Everyone steals. Each PC may add plus one action rating to Prowl, Finesse, or Tinker. Whoa. Meaning that you Whoa. just get an extra dot right now. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, but there's other ones there and let me know if any stand out to you. <laughs> Slippery, synchronized, second story. Uh, if you're if you're a burglar type crew, um, you can take a patron. What do it you sounds think? Sounds like we we narratively, it sounds like we have a patron in these other uh, in these cult members, perhaps. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I do you, like you're the, paying perhaps. for a patron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I I do like that. Everyone steals. Seems. I like everyone steals too. That's that's yeah. like a that's a pretty nifty. Especially yeah. if we're going to be going against quite odd people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can, yeah. Let's bump that's... up our bump up our stuff. So do we? Do we? Does each one of us get? Do we all have to take the same thing, or can we can all select whether prowl, finesse, or tinker to bump up? I think that you can. Uh, I think that you can each pick it uh, individually. Yeah. Um, okay. So why right. don't we do that right now? I will go oh, ahead and like start. Oh, right, like permanently. Yeah, and, and, oh. and the reason I think it's permanent because it says up to a max rating of three. So it doesn't feel like you do it just when you roll. It oh, feels like you you change your sheet. So wow. I will ask, I will ask, uh, first I will ask, uh, that was Prowl, Finesse, or Tinker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I will first ask uh, Ross, what about uh, Keldiak? Sorry, Selyak. What is he going to take? Selyak. Um, um, yeah, let's go with uh, um, let's don't, uh, let's let's go with Prowl. Prowl, yeah. Um, he, being part of this crew made him a little sneakier, a little stealthier. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And now let me ask Josephine. What about uh, our friend uh, Juliet? Where is oh. she going to put that Prowl finesse or tinker dot? Finesse or tinker, finesse or tinker. Okay, well, tinker kind of just makes sense. Oh, I'm just you get specialized. three tinker dots. Very good. Yeah, oh, that, that's a powerful action for you. And then finally, I will ask Abu uh, uh, Valkos. Yes, <laughs> Valkos. Where will he put his prowl, finesse, or tinker dot? Finesse. Finesse, and he's got yeah. two level three ratings now. Wow. Uh, wow, that's a powerful special ability. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so now we come back. You said back we're playing to- on hard, so. 
Yeah, you kind of need those ratings, right? You kind of need those ratings to be high so that you can uh, overcome the uh, white crown authorities. All right, um, you've chosen your special ability. Now we assign uh, crew upgrades. Your crew has two upgrades pre-selected, and let's look at those on the right side of the sheet here for the shadows. Um, You have a hidden layer, meaning your layer is very hard to find. That's one upgrade. Uh, and it makes sense because uh, you said that it was a canal deep underneath the streets, uh, a hidden grotto. Um, and then uh, you already have um, on downtime, you can train your character and you get uh, plus XP for prowess training because you are shadows. Um, that is the other pre-selected uh, uh, upgrade. So um, now you need to... Uh, what's Sorry, that? Sorry, what does that mean then? If we have... Oh, yeah, good. I should explain. So when you have downtime, you can choose as one of your actions to train your skills. Mm. uh, And you get a bonus if you're training in prowess. Okay. Um, You'll get extra XP from the training uh, as opposed to if you train in something else. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, Okay. So um, uh, we need to choose two more upgrades. And let me tell you what you're choosing from. Um, you can get a, a good training in another category like Insider Resolve or even Personal, meaning um, your individual playbooks you know, will get uh, extra bonuses when you train in specific skills that you're good at. That's what Personal means. You could, uh, give, you could give your um, layer a carriage or a boat, uh, but you'd have to spend both. See how there are two boxes mm. there? You'd have to spend both of your crew upgrade dots on that right now. Um, you could uh, give yourself more room for coin. Oh, but you've spent the two coin you had, by the way. I'm going to clear that off because you <laughs> spent it to pay up to the Path of Echoes. So we have room. We have enough room. Yeah. You have enough room right now. Um, but you could give yourself a vault. Um, you could give yourself a workshop. That only takes one of your two dots. Uh, it could be useful to our Whisper and our uh, Leech. Uh, that could be useful. Um, and then right here uh, where it says quality, that means like your stuff. C- in, in this game, it matters like what tier you are. I told you, you start at tier zero, which means you are in the poor area of Grand Theft Auto with not the best weapons. You don't have any AK-47s yet. But with these quality upgrades, you can upgrade uh, how 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 much quality is in your gear and it means mm. that rolls become a, a little more effective uh, when you use that gear so you could upgrade the quality of those and finally cohorts cohorts are either gangs like I mean a, literally a bunch of thugs that follow you and do what you tell them to do or experts you could have like different types of experts who are in your employ uh, and you could uh, you could choose uh, one of those hmm <clears throat> What, what would be the difference between gear and tools? And implements, yeah. And implements, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, implements would be like arcane stuff, like, yeah. you know, religious stuff. Uh, and tools mm. would be uh, more traditional tools, like grappling hooks and uh, axes, I guess. Oh, no, that would be weapons and axe, but like uh, uh, lock picks. Part of me okay. wants to put it into implements and tools, or blow it all in a boat. On a since, boat. <laughs> since since we're in a since we're in a grotto, if we could like have a like an under. Um, like, 
But See, um, he- but maybe maybe getting higher quality stuff would be very uh, handy. That would be useful, right? In the yeah. way to right. ensure that we do our job efficiently and effectively. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably mean mm-hmm. to get like better. Plus, you guys steal stuff, so you probably stole higher quality stuff. Right. So I, mm. I'm wondering, you know, I've maxed out Tinker. If we have a workshop, can I create a good quality that's item very, for us? You know what right. I mean? Like that's, and is that? I'm you know, certain that's possible. Actually, um, yeah, I think that's a good one. So should we get a workshop? Because I think that would be useful for both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm in a workshop. Should and we we're supplying then do, ourselves almost? You know. And should it be maybe? Like, I think either tools or implements, maybe tools, maybe. That way it's better quality tools to make even better quality stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm a little, I, I'm torn on like what, you know, or the supplies to make those things more important or the, to, you know, I'm not sure what. Yeah, it's yeah. true, actually. Maybe supplies not, is the one. I maybe you're know. right. Cause it, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, right? Um, it's yes, actually, I would say it's the supplies because you know you don't want to you you never you never blame the tool, you blame <laughs> the person who's using the tool. So I would say supplies. Okay, done. I, I'm down for that. Let's go supplies. Um, yeah, you guys have you guys have high quality ingredients uh, components. Um, yes, somehow yes. you have a connection uh, that gives you higher quality supplies. Very good. Um, okay, so one faction helped you get an upgrade. Take a plus one status with them, uh, or spend one coin. Well, you have no coin left for a plus two <laughs> status instead. So, um, what faction helped you get uh, one of these upgrades? W- you know, did someone give you the workshop? Did someone uh, give you the supplies? And again, Joe's going to be helpful with our little list there. <laughs> I uh, have people a list. that you wanted to work with. It could be um, the Path of Echoes, and I think it could go up one more time, but. I- Probably it's going to be somebody else. I think we should split that. Yeah. Uh, could you read us what the foundation is? Yeah, I can. So this is somebody you wanted to you wanted to fight with, I think. Or no, is this no, somebody... no. This this is someone I want as an a- like as allies. Okay, the foundation. Absolutely. And so uh, I just want people to know this book is so easy to navigate that I'm able to pretty quickly find this. Uh, uh, yep. And here it is. The powerful ancient order of architects and builders. Many oh of their gosh. enemies have disappeared behind the brick and mortar of Duskfall. This this is like my my, my folks. I, I want to be in good with these. This, this right? Don't they sound awesome? Yeah. yeah. So also, more importantly, they're enemies of the Sparkrites. <laughs> oh, interesting. So should we say that the foundation helped you get your workshop? Because your workshop yeah. is a place, right? It makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and find uh, our, our and give you a plus one with the foundation. So architects, yeah, just seem like a good group to Here it is. have around as we spread our domain in this city. Mm-hmm. Great. And then uh, the other half of this is that someone is angry that you have these upgrades. Not, I'm not even joking. That's the other part of it. So you have to pick someone that you have. I know, isn't it funny? You have to pick someone that you have uh, negative status with um, because uh, they are uh, upset that you have these upgrades. 
Who's who's the groups? Who's is it? The Leviathans? <laughs> you want to know the, the, the super hunters. powerful enemy yeah. list I have? One faction was harmed when you got an upgrade. Take a negative two status with them, or spend one coin for a negative one status. But you can't do that. Oh, so, so it's you're about be a to have somebody. Two. Yeah, it's going to be what negative. Is- what does the Ministry of Preservation do? <laughs> the Ministry of Preservation are all about preserving those lightning barriers, uh, controlling who gets in and out of Dustfall, uh, and making sure that the city isn't completely overcome by the undead. You know, like... Uh... There are some friendly undead people out there, too. Yeah, yeah and who are, are they to say right? who comes in yeah, and out? Exactly. Seems rather prejudiced, and I'm sure Seems that some of those... absolutely uh... disgusting. Yeah, right? As allies of the Path of Echoes, you probably would have a problem with the Ministry of Preservation who right. don't like a bunch of rogue ghosts being loose in the city. I'm sure they wreck a bunch of uh, of holy sites through imminent domain, which I've attempted to fight in court many times. <laughs> and I'm sure they've just looked at us funny. Oh, right. yes. You can see yeah. at the map there, I've given you plus one with the foundation, uh, and you still have the plus two with the. So the foundation is helpful. They're not friendly, but they can be helpful. Okay. Uh, but who did you take this negative two status with? Is it the Ministry of Preservation? Yeah. The extremely the, the, powerful Ministry of okay, Preservation. Okay. The other option is the City Council. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is our only other option? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, the, or the Leviathan Hunter. Well, you know, I have a thought, which is that. Because you have such an axe to grind against the spark rights, why not make it the spark rights? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yes. It could be the... Yes. Let's make it the spark rights. All right. Very good. I'm going to go ahead and find the spark rights and give you a negative... What does it say? You get a negative... uh, Negative two with them. A negative two. Oh, dear. So, let me just find... I'm telling you, man. We rolled really badly. or Like, we're doing the character creation bit, like... It's like putting I'm, all your strength in a wizard build. Do you know what I mean? I it's like- apologize because I feel like I st- steered it this way, but you know what? Go big or go home. <laughs> I'm not you gotta go big or all, you gotta go yeah. home. Um, I'm <laughs> definitely getting an idea from this crew creation process of who these people are and the world they inhabit and what is, you know, and how they're gonna die, basically, is how I would. <laughs> How I would finish that sentence. Yep. So here are the spark rights. I am placing them onto the map uh, screen, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, give you a negative two with them. Oh boy, yeah. they are openly hostile to your group. The spark rights right. do not like you. Uh, wow. Maybe you've stolen components from them. Maybe you've stolen, uh, uh, you know, uh, technology from them. Um, but that makes sense. Uh, the spark rates don't like you. And so now I'm going to finally bring up our shadow sheet one more time. And now what we're going to do is we're going to choose our contact. What is the contact for our, um, our group? So uh, you can see over on the far right side of the shadows sheet that you have contacts. These aren't like the friends and enemies of your character where one is good and one is bad. This is just someone you do business with. Um, and you, Shadows, uh, you have a, a business contact, and it is either Dowler, an explorer, LaRose, a blue coat, basically a cop, Amancio, a deal broker, Fitz, a collector, or Adelaide Freug, a noble. Oh, I'm sorry, Rigney, a tavern owner. There's also Rigney, a tavern owner. Adelaide Freug, a noble, Fitz, a collector, Amancio, a deal broker, LaRose, a blue coat, or Dowler, an explorer. Which of those sounds good to you? I mean, I like a tavern owner. Everyone talks in a tavern. <laughs> right? 
You know, Definitely less loaded than the other choices you've made. I mean, it fits Amancio, LaRose, La, La Dowler. They all go to a tavern, guys. Come on. Let's think about it. Well, so like, well we're dealing with the, the like elite elite. Is it, a, is it a tavern in White Crown? It could oh. be. Very well, yeah. Because you know where the tavern in makes is makes a difference or, in the information, sort of right? Or yeah, Adelaide could be talking to other nobles and finding out information of other kind of strange stuff. Yes, you know? but Adelaide might, might not have a- like what we're doing. Well, if she's your contact, she works she's, with you. She works That's with you. Okay. Be deciding. She works with us. You know, she might know someone called Montgomery who might be holding <laughs> some. I don't know. Golden slippers. Yeah, sure. she could. Oh she could know a guy wow. named Jim. Abu, uh, you just created our first score. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the adventure for of you, Montgomery's Montgomery. golden slippers. Yeah, I think for the same reason, I'm between so Adelaide or Fitz because I a collector also, would also know, right? Like, yeah. Where but these the collector wants to collect things to give, right? We don't, are we hoarders or are we sellers? I think we have to sell to maintain our operation, but I'm sure that there is some that we go after for personal reasons and want to. Okay, I see. So ma- okay, yeah, maybe Fitz is Fitz is the person who might also know information and might have heard, you know, of. of I like Fitz. Fitz is cool. It fits. It fits. If it fits, Fitz fits. Well Someone done. click Fitz uh, and bring him into the fold here. Um, there Welcome, he is, Fitz. Fitz. Fits a collector. Um, he has various uh, items that he can help you uh, learn the location of, so that you may acquire them. Uh, uh, maybe he, a, uh, a dweeb. <laughs> maybe he buys from you. Uh, maybe yeah. it's a she. Uh, none of this is set yet. Now, uh, the most important part is that you uh, have to choose a really, really cool team name. Uh, oh and, no. Uh, Right. What is the name of this crew of shadows? I uh, relinquish absolute control here. <laughs> and to, just to give us a sense of the vibe of these names, can you can you tell us some of the names <laughs> of some of the other criminal crews oh, around? Very oh, good sure. point. Yeah, so there's all kinds of criminal crews uh, in Duskfall, many different gangs uh, battling each other, and uh, some of the names are the Foghounds, um, <laughs> the Hive, the Grinders, the Gray Cloaks, the Lamp Blacks, uh, the Lost. So those are just some of the other names that are out there. So you probably wouldn't want to pick a name like, you know, uh, Dr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium or something like that. <laughs> you know, go simple, you know. Um, um, no, I'm not going to say anything. I just said I wasn't going to say something. And I, 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 got a, I got a couple. I mean... Throw them out there, buddy. I feel like we've got a we've got um a sort of culty uh, um esoteric vibes. Yes, um, mm-hmm. maybe something in that vein, like the 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 Gnostics, the uh, the Grimoire, the uh, ooh the Grimoire. I like that. Grimoire's you know, I- nice. Go on. I, I think that while we work together, I think she's she herself does not partake in the religion, respects what you do, you know, mm-hmm. and, but is very much a part of it in the scientist, like hardcore scientist side. But we find ways to work together. I was gonna say, is there not a theme? Do you does does Celiac work uh, 
apart from the religious organization they're from? Because we're, we're, we've all... Right, uh... Abu, what's your character's name? Let me see. Valkos. Valkos has left the tribe. Yes. Uh, uh... Juliet has also left the organization. She's, you know, like does does uh, does Celia yeah, like I, go in his own stride? You know, we've all left maybe the particular you know? like um, the uh, maybe the um, the specific cult to which he and his family belonged to uh, was was like persecuted or or taken apart or maybe maybe because something that was in their possession was lost, like yeah. He has to undergo some sort of purification by, by uh, reclaiming it, regaining it. So he, in a way, is also cast out until this okay, uh, burden okay. is lifted from his soul. Right. So maybe something around that, right? Around right, because uh, we know Valkos. Yeah, Valkos rejected uh, a leadership mm. position. So, by the way, uh, our tech producers are suggesting: How about uh, the Spark Wrongs? Uh, <laughs> since you. Hate yeah. the spark rights no. so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go. And then also suggesting the separation of church and state after the separation of church and state. Not sure I get yeah. that one, fellas, yeah. but... Uh, no, no, no. I, just the separation. I like that. The separation. <laughs> uh, the well. separation, the separators, the separ... Uh, a separate piece by John Knowles. Yes. Uh, uh Okay, so I said I was relinquishing control, and then I thought, well, what about the relinquished as a name for that various theme as well? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or exiles, but I don't think it's not necessarily bad, right? Exiles has like a negative connotation. Well, I mean, I don't think so necessarily. I mean, uh, you know, so does the relinquished, uh, but it could be uh, interpreted a couple different ways. Relinquished means given up, basically. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, cast aside, or, or you it's know, like oh, it's like we're we're, we're, we're a a, uh, a remnant of something <laughs> that was larger. The remains, the remainders, the rock bottom remainders, featuring <laughs> Stephen King on guitar and Amy Tan on drums. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you could be the remnant. A remnant, yeah. Uh, or uh, remnants? Would we be plural for the crew? I don't. By the way, uh, name name determination is the last forty minutes of this. It's uh, very important of yeah. this podcast stream. So just everybody uh, buckle <laughs> in because uh, once I get all the names up on the board, we're going to start slowly narrowing them down. Uh, no, I'm I'm joking, of course. Uh, this can even wait a little bit. Do you guys want to mull it over a little bit? Or do you want to pick, like, the remnant or something like that right now? I mean, the remnant has, has interesting occult, cult, or religious connotations, at least to us, because that is what, like, the people who are left behind after the rapture are, are sometimes yeah. referred to as the remnant. Um, right, and I'm sure they're always used in experimentation as well. Mm-hmm. I, it, I is, like it is a kind of an interesting thing that kind of ties your characters together. Shall we go with the remnant? The remnant, it's what remains after you die. The ghost, the remnant, it's what left behind after an alchemical uh, reaction. It is the, yes. it's what's there. The remnant, it is the the last standing member of the lost tribe. The closer, <laughs> um, when there's nothing else to, to bring you pain, the remnant shall come and destroy you. We are the remnant. I love it. This oh, is why it. you asked Ross Bryant to uh, be in your <sighs> games. Uh, yes. He ties it all together. Um, guys, 
we have a crew of shadows called the Remnant. Uh, they have a hidden lair in a uh, half-sunken grotto beneath the uh, the old neighborhood of Six Towers. Uh, in their workshop, they craft quality items using uh, above-average supplies, uh, which they use to uh, uh, commit heists. Uh, they commit thievery and sabotage against the citizens of White Crown. Uh, the only way they're able to do this is because they are in league. They are in league with the Path of Echoes, who is operating a White Crown, and they have the uh, help of the Foundation, the ancient uh, guild of architects that has built White Crown and Six Towers and much of Duskfall. Uh, but of course, they've been stealing from the wrong people, uh, using uh, absconded technology from the Sparkrites, uh, Juliet's former uh, guild. Uh, and because of this, the Sparkrites want to destroy them. Uh, that is our crew. We've done it. Uh, give yourselves a round of applause. Yes, uh, I think, and I think we've done it for today's stream as well. Uh, I'm really, really excited to jump in next time, and we are going to play through a score with these characters. We are going to take you on your first heist using all of the actions that you put those dots into. We are going to find out uh, what you're able to take. Uh, from the citizens of White Crown, or maybe you'll choose a different particular uh, target for your first <laughs> score, since I'm feeling like the difficulty level over on what the White Crown is going to be so high. Uh, who knows? Uh, but uh, you'll have time to do a little free play and choose uh, your score next time, and then we will jump right into the score. Uh, but for now, I am just going to say uh, adieu. Uh, to my incredible uh, players. What do you think? Are you excited for this? I mean, what do you think of this crew? Are you worried? Are you... Uh, I'm what- so worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, worried, but excited. Yes. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this and how the three of us are going to combine our very different skill sets. Different skills, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I love uh, Abu. The last game you played with me, you played more of a manipulator and more of a uh, like a, a mind controlling yeah. character. And this time, you're going to be a, a, a man of action. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Man of action. Few words, fists only. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Abu changing it up, but Ross Bryant leading heavily into his own brand by being a weirdo <laughs> who's into sacred <laughs> geometry. <laughs> Uh, yep. And um, then, uh, Josephine, cliche. don't worry. I'm just going to constantly be turning to you and asking you to improvise long strings of technical jargon uh, oh. regarding technology that doesn't exist in the real world. Great. Love that. Yeah. Great. Um, well, uh, you all have the rule book. Read up on your, uh, your, your playbook. Uh, maybe a little bit about the world. Uh, when you get a chance, that helps us uh, really kind of uh, paint a picture. Uh, and, uh, I'll just, uh, give you that homework and send you off. Uh, l- uh, you may now leave Duskfall and go back to your normal humdrum daily lives. Uh, yes, uh, we shall go away back to our normal lives, but still in the imaginary yet somehow real world of Duskfall, some part remains. A remainder, <laughs> a, if you a, will. A remainder, right. if you will. <laughs> Uh, oh, Ross so already scared. kind of forgot the name of the group. I know. Um, I was like, oh no, I was winding up. Revenant, a revenant. Yeah, uh, it's almost as if you complete the sentence in your own mind. <laughs> 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 
Well, um, uh, I love these players, and I cannot wait for this game. Uh, all the hairs in my private areas are standing on end. I no. can't wait. Was that was that was that too much? No, um, please go on. <laughs> no, that, I'll end it right there and say thank you to Abu Salim, Ross Bryan, and Josephine McAdam. You have been incredible, and we will see you very soon uh, playing Blades in the Dark. Bye, bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.